0: what's going on everybody this is the Minnesota podcast we're back with another episode we have a special guest in the building this evening it's my son magic magic what's going on man Not
1: much just happy to be on the
0: podcast yeah man yeah we're gonna be talking about uh um the nba as it pertains to the season uh, our thoughts on uh what's going on uh, are some uh, we're going to go over some pred- predictions uh some player moves uh what we would like to see done uh within the uh respective organizations so uh let's get right into it so uh give me your thoughts on the uh nba season so far how do you think they're handling um the uh, the whole process as far as um, uh, the player moves. Um, what do you think uh, are the uh, biggest surprises, some of the biggest uh, uh, disappointments?
1: Um, I actually like how the players are pretty much in control of where to go. I, I feel like that's what the NBA is sort of destined to be. Uh, that's Big positive for not only the fans but the players too. Mm-hmm. One thing I do dislike is some of the wars talk. I, I don't like it. I really don't. Mm. Some of the, some of the teams that deserve a playoff spot might not get it. Sort of like Memphis or the Pelicans. So
0: you know, mm-hmm. pretty interesting. Now it's. Uh... Now, you brought up the uh, Memphis Grizzlies, which uh, at the beginning of the season, uh, many have picked to be a, a Cilla, Cinderella uh, team, if you will. And uh, there's been quite a few teams, winning teams, uh, that is, that they've given them quite a run. Uh, they came out on the short end of the stick, unfortunately, but uh, those, a lot of those uh, games could have went either way. Uh, Now they're in a situation, I believe they're in uh, ninth place uh, in the uh, playoff spot, uh, fighting for that eighth seed uh, with uh, New Orleans. Uh, Do you, if if there was a choice between, I'm going to ask you, if there was a choice between having the Pelicans or the Grizzlies make that eighth spot, what do you think is best for the game, and do you believe your pick uh, falls in line with uh, the storyline? Because the NBA is about storylines. The NFL, you know, most of these uh, sports organizations, they, they there's a lot of storylines behind it. What 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 uh what do you think should happen, and what do you think will happen? Well, um,
1: what I think should happen. Memphis, obviously, making at least the eighth seed because they, they've been doing pretty good. They definitely have progressed way far from where they used to be. Mm-hmm. And by our job, they're, they're making a good run, actually. Mm-hmm. Making mm-hmm. a lot of games that people wouldn't think is close close. But at the same time, as you said, the NBA is full of storylines. And obviously, the fans want to see Zion versus LeBron. So, i would rooting to make that A C D,
0: But I feel like the Pelicans might just sneak in. Mm. And I and I, uh, I can't disagree with you uh, either way um, on that. Um, it's, as it pertains to uh, the Grizzlies, you know... I believe they have every right to be in that eight seed. Um, they've worked hard. Uh, they, they lost a couple of key players. Um, but even with that being said, I mean, they're still holding on. And I, and I did say the, uh, the ninth seed earlier, um, uh, uh, they're actually 32 and 32 as of today, uh, March the eighth. So that, uh, has them in, if the playoffs were to start today, they would be the eight seed. Um, uh, right ahead of the uh the kings the pelicans uh 28 and 36 the 10th seed um and this is just as of today uh so if the playoffs were to start this very moment they would be playing the uh los angeles lakers i'm not sure um like you said magic whether that's going to play out or not um you know with the uh with the whole uh politics if you will of the game so um John ja Moran, uh, you gave uh, him the rookie of the year earlier in the season uh, before uh, the hype, jumping over Ke- Kevin Love or trying to jump over Kevin Love before all of that. Murder scene. Yeah, yeah, man. So you, you gave him the rookie of the year um, before that. So tell me what you saw in him uh, for you to make that, that determination. Well,
1: first of all, at like high school, even college, I, I just knew he was something else. Mm. I knew he was gonna make a, a run for it, and that that's how we how he see it now. Mm. It's like fearless competitor. Oh yeah, yeah. You see a it. lot like Westbrook. Mm-hmm. He just don't care. He does not care. What's in front of him, he gonna do exactly what he wanna do, mm. and that's what he's showing us right now.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Fearless. That's what's up. Now, uh, I don't know if you remember this, but uh there was a uh time where there was a co rookie of the year, uh, when it uh pert- as it pertains to the uh NBA and the co the last two co rookie of the year, uh do you remember who that who that was? Those two players?
1: Mm-hmm. Not familiar. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh.
0: Yeah, that's, that's okay. It's, it's been a while. This was actually uh, uh, Jason Kidd and Grant Hill. You remember those guys? Definitely. Yeah, those were the last uh, two co-rookie of the year uh, players. This was back in 95. Uh, so, a little bit ahead of your time. Almost ahead of my time but uh yeah that was the last uh co rookie of the year uh award winner so yeah so shout out to Jason Kidd and uh Grant Hill two hall of famers uh i might add so yeah yeah so um, so we talked about the uh the Memphis Grizzlies uh what what are you seeing out of the Pelicans i mean they've uh, made uh, some big big moves in the uh the offseason um uh, they uh, traded uh, a D, and uh, the Pelicans got a uh, a whole uh, team almost for them. So you know, including Lonzo, Brandon Ingram, which which he's showing off this year. Um, well, what do you what do you like about the Pelicans? Well, first of all, I know even though the Lakers are number
1: one, I still think they should have kept Brandon Ingram. That
0: guy was a monster mm. and we look at Kyle Kuzma and where is he at mm. interesting interesting now last year you know Kuzma you know he was he was showing out and a lot of people were saying you know keep let Kuzma stay but now it's the other way around it's Brandon Ingram he's the one that's a uh, he's a uh, He's uh, starting to reach his uh his his peak, you know his prime. So what? Why do you why do you think that is? Mm, I
1: just feel like the system in LA wasn't meant for him to show out like the way he is right now. Mm. Yes, I do think they still should have kept him, but I feel like. Ingram knew it was a better fit in New Orleans for him to shine, because we—if you we really think about it—it's not just Zion. It's it's nights where Lonzo hot, it's where it's nights where Zion's hot, even Drew Holiday sometimes, and then now it's him. Mm.
0: And you can't uh, forget about a uh, Zion, Zion uh, too. Uh, That's he's he's gelling within that system, you know, and a lot of people looked at that uh, situation and and thought, you know, you you only have one basketball and everybody um, on the team needs the ball in their hands, you know, but they seem to be working it out uh, pretty good. I mean, Zion, uh, excuse me, um, Lonzo, you know, he's a pass first guy. He's always been that way. And, um, it seems like they're building some chemistry, uh, between, uh, uh, himself and Zion, you know, uh, kind of like a, uh, Gary Payton and, uh, Sean Kim, you know, back in the day. So it seemed to be working it out, man. They seem to be gelling pretty good. And, you know, I just hope that they stay together, you know, continue to build chemistry and, uh, try to, uh, try to do something significant, you know, down in, uh, in New Orleans.
1: Definitely.
0: Yeah, so uh we are going to move along and uh we're going to discuss uh the uh recent NBA trades. Um not a lot of uh buzz uh coming out as it pertains to the NBA trades. Not a lot of big movers. Uh I know Iguodala was a uh was a uh, uh Big discussion, you know where where he was going, whether he was going to sign with the Lakers. He eventually signed with Miami. What do what do you think about these trades? Let's start with Iguodala. What do you what do you think about this Dollar trade?
1: Um, uh, I mean, it, it honestly doesn't really change much,
0: mm-hmm.
1: but um, it's definitely a piece for leadership in mean, any system, so. mm. but. I mean, honestly, it really doesn't make a difference. He, I think it is. It might be time to
0: just hang him off. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, Iguodala. He's uh, reaching thirty five. If he's not thirty five already, um, you know, key key component in the uh, Golden State Warriors run. Uh, the you know his his contribution can't cannot be understate, understated. Understated. Um, but you know you can't do it forever, and only a few can um, can can play this game. You know at a high level, you know for an extended period of time. You know uh, LeBron in the seventeenth year, uh, a possible MVP candidate. Um, so you know, salute to uh, Igodala. But you know I, I agree with you, man. It's it really wouldn't have made a difference. You know where he went. Um, I don't see another chip, you know, in his in his future, you know, unfortunately. So, just like you said, man, you know, just a good veteran guy, uh, uh, great wisdom, locker room uh, knowledge, you know, how to carry yourself, how to play the game, uh, the right way, and um, you know, that's what you're supposed to do, you know, when you get that age, you know. So, you know, that's just what it is. Uh, any other trades that uh, you? believe should have happened but did not
1: uh, I'm a little bit hesitant on the Deion Witness
0: trade
1: well mm. not really trade but you know but J.R. Yeah. Smith over Deion Wiggins I don't know about that one
0: What's up with uh Jr. Smith, man? You you uh, you ain't uh, with the with the timeout, Jr. Smith.
1: Well, I mean, other than you know him being on Danny and whatnot, the dude is crazy.
0: <laughs> you know, Jr. Man, he's the type of person, man. He uh, he's like an an acquired taste, man. He, you know, once you get used to it, man, it's it it is it, is good but you you know what it is but you just accept it for what it is man you know prior sixth man of the year um you know when he's on fire man he's on fire but when he's not boy he's not so you know we talked about that uh, timeout situation you know from uh, a couple of years ago in the finals man it's almost like a uh Chris Webber all over again remember I, I showed you about that Chris Webber timeout oh yeah I don't know yeah man yeah so uh you know you know shout out to jr smith man but uh you know it you know he, he can only in certain situations man he, he's big he's big time but he has to be and and i think the lakers would be a good fit for him because he has that history with with, with brown and um you know it's a lot different between you ever heard this uh the the phrase you can't Teach an old dog new tricks, you know. So, but I I think that that's uh, relevant in his case. But when you've been around somebody for so long, you already know how that person reacts or how that how that dog, you know, reacts. So you kind of deal with them, you know, you know how he is instead of you know trying to bring another uh, individual in and then trying to learn their ways. So, you know. I mean, the trade uh, didn't happen or the pickup didn't happen as of yet. I'm sure there's a reason for it. Um, you know, not trying to compare, you know, him to an animal or anything like that. But, you know, you know what I mean. So, um, you know, moving on, along as, as it pertains to the uh, NBA trades, what, what trades would you like to see? What would you like to see done? I know you're a Oklahoma City uh thunder fan you know even though westbrook you know with with h-town you still rolling with the thunder or or, what's your loyalty with the thunder man you still with him
1: he's still strong over here okc
0: already know. oh okay okay he said you know you know westbrook that's his guy but you know it's still okc first so you know i respect that so what um what would you like to see in uh, Oklahoma City, man, that's for them to take the next level? They've been to the finals before. Um, what, what would you like to see done, you know, with, with that core? What, what do they need?
1: I love to see them push for Melo so much it doesn't even make sense. Mm. They're sitting at number six right now. Mm-hmm. And it's not that bad to, to have your star player gone. man. And they're at number six. Mm-hmm. So I mean, it it might not have to be Lamelo, but just a big star to
0: just bring it all together. Okay, okay. So they need a big name. That's what you're saying. Definitely. Okay, okay. Because the fans, I mean, they they're hella loyal, man. They uh they have some loyal fans. I mean, they still standing up to to somebody make a shot. Ain't they do. Oh yeah yeah man so um you don't get that everywhere you go so uh you know shout out to the uh OKC fans man but uh yeah I agree with you man they they need a big name they have Chris Paul um he's a little bit you know he he, you know great player hall of fame uh uh future hall of famer but you know he's uh over you know over past his prime and you know you know, like like you said, man. They need they need uh excitement. They need some excitement. But you know, I think it's a possibility, man. That uh, Lamelo might go to New York, man. He might go to New York because uh, the Knicks got the number one pick. So, you know, uh, what you think about that?
1: Melo is a number one 10 worthy player. That's no doubt. But the Knicks? Are you serious? Yeah, man. New
0: York Knicks, man.
1: With RJ Barrett and the rest of the Knicks.
0: Yeah, RJ Barrett and the Knicks. That's right. <laughs> I, I, I
1: really don't want to see that happen.
0: It, it just my Yeah, yeah, man. I mean, the uh, last time the Knicks got the number one pick was with uh, Patrick Ewing. You know, Patrick Ewing was the last number one pick uh, for New York. Um, During that time, it was a big controversy. I'll give you a brief story about the the whole Knicks uh, number one pick. So, you know, Patrick Ewing, number one pick uh, for the uh, New York Knicks. Um, this was back in, uh, let's see, Ewan, he's been, uh, retired for a while, man. Um, back in 1985, 1985. You remember what you were doing back in 85, man? Not even here. Yep. So, you know, I was, you know, five, six years old. So, you my son and I was five or six. So, you know, you, if I was barely here, I know you wasn't here. So. You know, yeah, but 1985, first overall pick, you know, New York Knicks, um, Patrick Ewing. But uh, the story or the the conspiracy behind the whole New York Knicks number one pick uh, was there was allegedly a uh, during that time there was instead of the uh, the lottery balls of which you take out the the the, uh, um, transparent. Plastic or glass, uh, which uh, indicated what ranking uh, you would uh, be in as far as the respective teams, as it pertained to the uh, lottery picks. Uh, Before that, there were envelopes, and uh, they would put the commissioner would put his hand inside of the box and pull out the envelope, and whoever, whichever team was uh, in that envelope. Excuse me. Um, would win uh, their individual place as it pertains to the the draft pick. So, if the let's say the fourth pick was the Toronto Raptors, um, if it was the Toronto Raptors' turn, they would pull out the envelope and uh, their if their team showed up, then whichever order the draft was in, the pick would go to them. So. Again, so if it was the Raptors had the fourth pick based off, because you know everything is based off the records, right? So if it was the, the Raptors, uh, if it was the fourth pick was up, was was time to pick the fourth pick, um, and it happened to be the Raptors, then basically the envelope would come out that would say the Raptors, the fourth pick would go to the Raptors. Does that make sense? Somewhat. Yeah, yeah. So basically that's how that's how it went uh during that time, but um uh there, it was said uh that the pick was uh the envelope was cold and then whichever envelope was cold that was going to go to the number 1 pick. So that's what was said back in the 1985 draft how the New York Knicks got the first pick is because they picked up the last envelope they picked up was the cold one so the first pick the last team would get the first pick so whichever one wasn't cold they picked make sure that it it wasn't picked until they picked those first and then the cold envelope they picked up last and then that last pick was the first pick and whoever had that pick that first pick would go to that team does that make sense it's a wild story yeah yeah so that's why I say allegedly so you know but that, that's that's what's going around you know been going around forever but but yeah man um, but the, the Knicks again they're up for the number one pick so uh, don't be surprised if they pick a LaMelo Ball you know for uh, the New York Knickerbockers and that's their uh, original name Knickerbockers so but yeah man um so um we're gonna go ahead on and wrap this thing up man um is there anything else that you'd like to add um is there anything else that you'd like to go over any uh predictions uh before we uh before we get out of here uh what what do you uh Give, give us a prediction because I, I i like i like predictions especially ones that uh that come into fruition give us a prediction for the 2020 2021 season give us give us something big whether it's whether it's good or bad what, what do you see happening give us give us one good scenario you see happening and give us one bad scenario you see happening one bad.
1: Um Giannis one MVP again. No. Give it a prom. Okay. Okay. Another
0: one. Lakers and six. Lakers and six. Alright. Lakers and six. That's there it is, man. You you heard it from uh from Magic himself. So um again, uh I appreciate you coming on, man, and um why don't you uh let the fans know uh what you got going on, man? Uh why don't you uh plug uh what you what you got going on in the near future? Let, let us know what you what's happening. Uh,
1: big YouTube gaming channel on the way. Okay. In the next couple of months. So y'all make sure y'all watch uh, watch out for that. Alright. More details coming soon.
0: Okay. And make sure y'all tune in. Hey, there it is, man. You heard it from him first. So, uh, y'all keep an eye out for that uh, YouTube channel that's coming up, man. Uh, A lot of great information, man. A lot of uh, good gameplay. Um, And, uh, you know, just uh, more good things, man. So, all right, man. So, we out of here, man. This is the Renaissance podcast. Uh, We call it Renaissance because it's the rebirth of man. Make sure you check us out, our website, OneGenerationInfinity.com. That's OneGeneration-Infinity.com. And you can always email us with uh, topics. Uh, if you want to uh, join in, uh, be a special guest for one of our podcasts, you can reach us at Podcast at gmail.com. That's Renaissance It's just like Renaissance, but you put the M-E-N instead of the R-E-N. So uh, just reach us at Menaceance at gmail.com, Podcast, that is, at gmail.com. And uh, we're out of here.